hello everybody and welcome to the newest indoor adventure in the four keeps beneath the waves part i think we're on eight right now yep i'm looking at the layout it says eight so there's a thumbs up on my end from that one today is april 11th 2022 and you are loved that is a very important thing that we like to remind each and every single one of our viewers and listeners at the beginning of each and every single one of these games if this is your first time joining us you can go to youtube.com slash indoor adventures to check up on all of the vods of each of the games that we have played up until this point or you can go towards where anywhere audio casts are made available for free you can find us there under the same moniker and speaking of things that are being made available for free if you go to patreon.com slash indoor adventures you can check up on our after show called nights in the courtyard where we answer questions not only from each other but also from the community now you're probably thinking to yourself patreon don't i have to pay money for that thing well not really all, re all of our after shows are being made under the public tag so even if you aren't a patron you can go and check out on that after show so even if you aren't a patron again you can ask us questions we'll answer them the easiest way to do that is to join us on our discord which is also free as free can be uh which you can find the link in the twitch chat to the side or in the description of this video or audio cast down below um but let's say you support us on Patreon. Let's say you support us on Twitch and YouTube and all of those other wonderful places. And you're trying to think to yourself, where can I go to help support this fantastic show even more? Guess what, buddy? I got your back. Quite literally, in fact, because if you go to indooradventure.redbubble.com, we got t-shirts, we got posters, we got mugs, we got crop tops, throw pillows, shower curtains, aprons, clocks, journals, and we also have Tia masks. That's right. We have face masks with the symbol of Tiamat upon them, designed by our very own Cyberwolf1201. And currently, all of the proceeds of our merch is going to help support doctors without borders not just the face masks literally everything in our online catalog so if you would like to help support a good cause you can again go to indooradventure.redbubble.com that is indooradventure.redbubble.com but that is it for my opening spiel so hey rj who are you playing today hello my name's rj today i'll be playing Kalen, the shatterkai wizard please keep your hands and legs uh, in the ride at all times we both go by he, him. Hello. I'm LB Hackamuff. You can find me at LB Hackamuff on Twitter and Twitch. I'll be playing Gwen, the halfling barbarian fighter tonight. We both go by she, her. Hey, I'm just, I'm cyber. <laughs> I go by he or whatever pronouns. Um, I'll be playing Arjan. Arjan is a draconian ick. Who goes by he, him. Is, is is this a bit? Are we doing a bit? Uh, hey everybody, I'm Wings, also known as Danae Keener. I'm going to be playing as Cory, the Elegant Paladin. Uh, I go by she, her, and they are she, they, and he. Howdy, y'all. I'm the Indoor Adventurer. <laughs> I go by he, him, and tonight I shall be your Dungeon Master. So, last we left off. Arjan had summoned another version of himself, being a large spectral dragon. Uh, and with the help of spectral dragon, Arjan, you and Gwen were able to interrogate, uh, for lack of a better word, one of the Storm Crows, a group of slavers uh, that exist here in the Isles of Alestria. After getting the information that you needed to know, spectral Arjan did a heckin' chomp and removed said slaver from this area of the uh, Isle of Paradise that you have currently found yourself on. Partway across the island, Corey, you and Calum were in the process of putting a 
slightly broken tiefling back together, Humpty Dumpty style, uh, debating on whether or not you wanted to bring them back from the stone state. Uh, or there was also talk of simply animating the statue, getting the statue of this tiefling to kind of get you, uh, get you the information that you needed. Looking at uh, everything that you had found from one of the storm crows that you had laid waste to, uh, you managed to find a, a bit of information, specifically uh, that Peter, I mean Parnell, I mean Perry, was the son of Grazit, uh, one of the demon lords of the Abyss. Uh, the letter says that Grazit has all but forgot about uh, this individual, so maybe that's not going to be an issue for later in this campaign. Maybe it'll be an issue for next campaign. Who knows? The only way to find out is to keep playing. Um, but you also found out that the location of the ship that you are currently looking for uh, was called the Black Sun and located off the northern shore. After the majority of your day was spent traversing the woods, making your way to this location, you ended up getting to uh, a overlook that you could see that there was a small little cove where the Black Sun had actually laid anchor, uh, parking itself with uh, near a uh, kind of distraught-looking ruin. It was at that point that you all decided, now is the time for a little bit of reconnaissance. Uh, and Arjan, you and the... Uh, I believe we were calling... Uh, the Will-O-Wisp, um, what was the, what's the name again? Twig. 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 Uh, Twig. So Twig and Arjan ended up doing some reconnaissance into the Black Sun. You ended up finding an Air Kokra by the name of Shao, uh, who insisted that you needed to find, uh, their weapons and armor, that it was very important to them. Uh, Arjan... After uh, a quick 12 seconds uh, where a chain devil was unable to do anything against patients, uh, you were able to then free your air coker friend, told them to go and find your companions. You grabbed the sword, grabbed the armor when you saw that there were some vampires spawn on board and then got the hell out of there. Upon getting the hell out of there... Calum decided to make it rain, as it were. Uh, however, that phrase typically is said uh, when using money. Calum instead, however, caused you meteors to rain from the sky and scuttled. He, he made it hail. He made it hail. You scuttled a vessel uh, by using a ninth level spell, which, as a dungeon master, I was not prepared for, because I definitely forgot what Calum is capable of, which is a bad thing. Uh, then, on the beach, uh, some intermittent, uh, amount of distance away, uh, Calum once again cast another meteor swarm, uh, on the, uh, on the captain of the ship, which you then realized was a vampire, as well as the vampire small cadre. It was at this point, the vampire on the beach, uh, had his first mate run off into the woods, and then later used an ability where it looked like he summoned a swarm of rats, uh, and Gwen and Corey were close enough to hear him say, go after the prince. Uh, at that point, Arjan, you, like a comet streaking from the sky, rushed up, 
to this vampire lord and ripped off the necklace that he had that was allowing him to survive in the sunlight. Uh, and they are now currently sizzling with you standing next to them, having tried to use a dominate monster on you to no avail, uh, but they seem like they are at least interested in speaking at this point. It didn't look like they were ready for it before, but now, ah, the jig is up, and they seem to be a little bit more uh, understanding. Um, given their situation, uh, they would ask, uh, seeing as how you have destroyed their vessel, if they could simply stand off in the shade uh, while the talks were being, uh, while the talks are being had, so that way they do not simply turn to dust in the meantime. Tell me what I want to know. And they look at you and sort of tilt their head. And Captain Carthus Adamar is a vampire captain. Says, this would be a lot easier if I knew what you were interested in. As it stands, I'm not sure. I am a big scaly dragon man that some of your crew are very interested in handing over to a certain somebody. Thought you were a little bit more intelligent than that. Ah, yes. Well, as it so happens, you do strike a detailed appearance that our benefactor has been looking out for, so to say. So we were told, find anyone who looks like you, not you specifically, but anyone who looks like you. We were to capture them Gain a fair price. As somebody on a ticking clock, you are not good at giving answers. Knowing that I'm on a ticking clock means that as soon as I expire, the answers that you're looking for will no longer be here. But I can still find them out in my own time. It's true, but how much time do you have? More than you. He nods. I'll wait. And as they do, Corey, uh, you had been on uh, on the back of uh, Ambleforth, Gwen. The concentration that was making you attack your friend no longer uh but i assume that the two of you would be able to then come back uh and see arjan in this one-on-one -on -one conversation with what you would assume to be a vampire they are currently sizzling uh a little bit and karthus looks at you arjan and says if you're going to do it, at least be quick about it. In the meantime, 
What is it that you're interested in knowing? Are you looking for money? You said that you wanted to know who it is that put the, I believe you would call it a hit, out onto you. We simply know them as the benefactor. That is the only name that they've given us, as far as description, tiefling, blue, ibix horns. Only started their operation here, I want to say, around four months ago. But they have paid well. You give them the who, I need the where. And they say, as far as where, we typically try to stay away from, uh, from Orzaris. But we also had a few other contacts there that we're looking to make, well, some money off of. Ozaris is about three aisles in, with this paradise being the first. It seems the benefactor aligned himself with the Night Sworn. Group of owl folk. Have been at war with, well, other winged individuals that you may or may not have found on my boat before you scuttled it. Healthy looking. He is. He's looking hardy. Like, the only. Like, he's starting to burn. But he's not taking, you would say, significant damage from being in the sun. You would think that you have at least, like, before he just, like, erupts. Because, again, he wanted to be more closer to, like, a shady area. So, like, it's still burning. But it's not, like, you, you're guessing you have time for maybe, at most... Like a couple minutes, and then he'd he end uh, he would end up expiring by himself, anyways. Should, should I ask anything else? At this point, Corey, you and Gwen would also be nearby. Hey, yo, that was fucked up. Rude. What, what, what do they want? What do you want? At this point, I would like my necklace back. Sure. I'll be happy to give it back. You wouldn't mind me taking a couple paces back and doing a little countdown just to... Of course not. Sure. What I'm interested in, primarily, is money. At this mm. point, I'd be interested in getting a ship. That's, all, all right. that's what it always comes down to. 
I appreciate your candor. Actually, insight check. Yeah. Roll an insight check. I appreciate your candor. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> so I am going to get the necklace back out. I'll take a couple steps back and get ready to toss it. Three. And I would like to uh, breathe out some fire. On this individual? Uh, just around the ground in between us. And I would like to cast Summon Elemental. Okay. Going to get some animated fire breath out in here. This man gonna die. Okay. Sounds good. So, with this, are we resuming initiative? I would like to. Okay, sounds good. Let me just pull up the tracker. It's still good. Alum's mid-flight and then turn-based mode starts up again. Son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah so Calum, uh as we described last session you are quite a distance away uh you can see the things happening if you have any kind of teleportation that will get you there quicker you are more than welcome to it uh but as it stands for the most part of this you will most likely be out of combat unless you just like meteor swarm again for funsies but your friends are a little close this time around hey could take it i have nothing for this so <laughs> okay all right so uh arjan you are summoning uh summoning this fire elemental um you would be at the top of the initiative order okay so uh, uh that would be my action okay um arjan breathes out this cinnamon breath and uh flare second flavor of five gum uh <laughs> starts to coalesce in front of me um and uh it gets to take its turn immediately after me do i want to do anything as a bonus action absolutely i would like to vanish into the flames turn invisible invisible okay Motherfuck. and you did not throw the necklace correct no okay not at all just wanted to make sure <laughs> But uh, Flare is going to make some attacks. Okay. Um, uh, number of attacks equal to half this spell's level rounded down. Uh, what did I cast it at? I cast it at fourth? Yeah, fourth level. So two attacks. Ah, oh, shit. Uh, seven plus... My spell attack modifier, which is nine. 16 to hit. That's not going to hit. It is not, no. What about? Sure. Let's the same as perception. An 18. An 18 also misses. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, and nope, that's it. 
uh, but Arjan is going to uh, vanish into the flames. He is invisible. Okay. And there's a there's an elemental directly in this dude's face. Sounds good. Uh, so it is Karthus's turn, and they look down at this creature, this elemental. Look over at Corey, who, Corey, you recently have dumped, like, a huge amount of Lay on Hands into yourself to recover from most of the damage that Gwen had dealt upon you. Uh, they look over at Gwen, who looks fine, all things considered, and you just see this vampire lord just... Like, there's, like, a sigh where it's like... Oh, God. You said you were going to get... Look, it's fine. Like, he was hoping she, that things could she's be... She's giving the exact same expression to him. Just like... God damn it. Yeah, like... <laughs> and you see that... Um, this vampire lord is going to use an action. Uh, or they are going to take a step back away from the flame elemental. And it take a reaction? Yep. Twenty. Twenty? Twenty hits. Okay. D10 plus four plus four. Okay. D10 plus eight. Uh, 17 points of fire damage. Okay. 17 points of fire damage. Got you. Okay. So, once they are no longer uh, within the threat range of this elemental, Karthus turns towards the heavily armored individual uh, and the other individual uh, that seem that has like the flaming wings and is just like radiating heat, uh, and Karthus uh, <laughs> just says. If you make it back to port alive, you will have room on the ship. Otherwise, crows fly free. And uh, he nods, and then uh, the two individuals uh, wearing their uh, one in armor, one in flames, nod, and on almost a like religious connotation, say, all crows fly free. And then Karthus will turn into a giant bat and go into the forest. He's not interested in this. Next up, Gwen. You muted yourself. Whoops. Uh, did, did, did we want to... Are we going to... Should we chase him? Uh, I've got Earthbind. Okay. I can I can hold him. All right, uh, I'm still on the back, right? Yeah. Of... Okay. Uh, Gwen is going to uh, jump down and try and apprehend the other individuals that are there. Okay. Yeah, just uh, like looking she... imposing. Yes, I would like to intimidate them. Okay. Let's see. That's a that's a filthy twenty. Okay. 
Um, let me see. Okay. Seems like the one who is quote unquote fired up is not interested in uh, is not interested in speaking, uh, but the other individual wearing the heavy armor, um, they just like they're still squared up, and it doesn't look like they're backing down, but it doesn't look like they are necessarily interested in fighting at this point. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Again, several meat like two meteor swarms have been used in all of like yeah. five minutes. They feel like they're a little mm -hmm. this might be above their pay grade. Yeah. Look, just don't run away and we'll be set. I don't I don't wanna have to kill anyone today, but like I can. Her looks are doing most of the talking, her mouth is very tired. <laughs> okay. Uh, and the individual just sort of, like, like, gives you, like, that, like, not he nods in this way where it's just like, yeah, I get it. Anything else from you, Gwen? Nope. Okay, Karthus is going to use a legendary action to continue moving through the woods. Next up is the knight. Uh, this individual in armor who... They're just taking a defensive stance. Beto, they're not really looking to fight, necessarily. Again, uh, end of their turn. Another legendary action. Continues off in the woods. Next up would be Calum. Calum is still in the... He's still making his way over. Then it would be... It would be Marius. Marius, the heated individual, uh, is going to... You just hear him say... Um, uh, he'll say... Uh, Fuck that. Crows fly free. And you just see him, like... like place like a springing step and then he jumps and try and begins to like ascend towards the like the peak of the forest to the canopy it looks like he's in the pro trying to like fly over uh he can only go about 30 feet per second though so he is in the process of making his way up um cory i would say that if you would have liked, because Gwen is close to the heavily armored individual, you could have either been close to Marius or close to heavily armored individual as well. Gosh. Um, I, I suppose she would have, like, would have been next to Arjan. Okay. So wherever that places her. Okay. Right behind a fire elemental. Yep. Or animated fire breath okay so yeah marius still in the air uh but has not escaped uh to the same degree that karthus has uh next up is cory all right uh how fast can arjan fly 30 feet 30 feet mm-hmm I can run faster. 
Do you want Karthus? Yes. Okay. Corey's going to cast Tree Stride. Um, she's gonna ride uh, Ambleforth into the trees. Okay. <laughs> and make chase on Karthus. Um, and at like once Ambleforth has gone the distance that he can go, she's going to drop off of him into a tree and then pop out of another tree 500 feet away and try and stab Karthus. Okay. If he's near enough. Uh, and, so and if I have any idea where he is. How fast can Ambleforth move? 60 feet per round. Okay, so... Yeah, I would say after 60 feet, make a perception check. Okay. That there is a dirty 20. Okay. So, Karthus, who has only been able to move 120 feet uh, since the end of his round, flying as fast as a giant bat can, uh, after you move that 60, you can see him less than 100 feet away. Uh, and it is at this point, tree, sti tree stride, pop, pop. Uh, and it looks like he is keeping relatively low to the ground as well. Uh, so you are able to easily place yourself in a scenario where uh, you will be able to get Karthus as he comes by. Um, okay. I'm basically placing myself adjacent to him to provoke a attack of opportunity next round. Okay. Sounds good. Next up, top of the round, Arjan. How far is he away? Uh, he would be a total of 180 feet. So, Arjan, what's invisible? He's been trying to uh, keep an eye on this guy. Does am, am I able to see him? What's your passive perception? 19. 19? Yeah, you'd still be able to keep track of him, especially with your superior dark vision while looking through the woods. Okay. I earthmind him. Bam! Because he, um, well, he has I, to make a save, right? Yeah, so I'm, um, uh, I don't know, I guess I'm, like, cocking the, um, I'm cocking patience and shooting a couple of things that just, like, psh, net. Okay. And he rolled an 18? He rolled an 8. Not a oh. teen, just an 8. Okay. Well, it, uh, his flying speed is 0. Uh, okay. And I will, uh, move my 45 running speed uh into the into the trees i do have a fun ranger thing land stride where i can just move through non-magical plants without things hell yeah so i'm just going toward them okay um and i, I will keep going invisible 
Okay. Or uh, or I will I will attempt to hide as a bonus action. Because I, I don't want it. I don't want him to see me coming. Sure, sure. So Earthbind lasts for how long? Uh, Earthbind lasts uh, up to a minute if I concentrate on it. Flare is no longer here. We do. We no longer know what it feels like to chew five gum. Um, yeah, so their speed is zero. And Corey, as you like tree stride out and are like zooping through trees, all of a sudden you see like this bat who's coming towards you. And then Mystical Magical Net shoots from Arjan still on the coastline, grabs this bat, bat crumples to the ground. And if you have ever heard like a cat sigh, just that like, like that, like. Like, you just hear that coming from this giant bat who has been earthbinded not once, but twice today. And they, like... They keep to learn. And you see Karthus just, like, as a bat, roll their eyes. And then just, like, morph back into a person. Still can't move. But... Well, his flying speed is zero. Gotcha. And I think Karthus will look at you, Corey, and just, you're not going to let me move forward, are you? Right not. You don't seem like the kind of individual who would be willing for new employment, money. That sounds like a smart thing to do. It would. I'm not going to say I'm begging for my life at this point, but if you're looking for a new captain. That's just the problem. That would be the smart thing to do. Hmm. And they just sort of like stand there, just like ready and waiting <laughs> for the inevitable. Uh, next up, Gwen. Gwen, there's a dude Ow. who, like, like was like, ah, fuck this! Stormcrow's fly free! And, like, he, like, went up. He's, like, 30 feet above the forest line, and then there's the armored individual who just, like, kind of did what you told him to, which was, don't move. Mm -hmm. Uh. Do you like him? You're asking the armored individual? Yeah. Are you asking him about your captain or the dude who's up high? The guy who's up high. And you just, like, you hear the sound of plate mail shrugging. And then followed by, we will work, friends. Yeah, alright, there. Um... I already used my thunder step, right? Yep. Um, hmm. He is flying away, or is he, he is like cast fly at himself. Uh, it looks like he has like flaming wings of sort. You don't oh. know if it was a spell he done cast, but he is able to traverse. Boy, I can't do a lot here, can I? Uh, yeah, I don't have the. And I'm sorry, how far away is he? Uh, 30 feet. Okay. Um, 
I am going to... I guess I'll just throw something at him. Uh, I'll throw my hand axes at him. Okay. Um, I'm not raging anymore, so that is 27 to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. And also a 27 to hit. Okay. Um, and Jesus Christ. Oh, did I roll a one? I did. Wait. Yeah. Okay. So I re-roll that one. It's a 12. Re-roll that one. It's 11. And how far away is Caleb? Caleb's like a mile away still. That oh, dude still, was okay. taking okay. his time. Yeah. So you dealt 12 and 11, respectively? Yeah. Marius, who is in the process of flying away, hand axe, hand axe, like a shitty crate, like a shitty meteor, comes back down to the ground. There is no crater. There is only a thud. Like, he doesn't bounce. He's just no longer moving. Sand, don't bounce on sand. Yeah. Sorry about that. Um... Again, the Gwen. knight, like, kind of, like, shrugs his <laughs> shoulders, like, mm. Gwen, by the way. Simone. Nice Simone, nice Okay. We're just going to wait for that to settle down for a bit, but, uh, uh, Red? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just have some, I play cards. I actually don't eat. Oh, right. Sorry. I've only killed for a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, cards. It's just sort of like squat down on the ground and crisscross <laughs> applesauce. We start to play cards. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Calum, you are in the process of flying over. Uh, your air coker friend, Xiao, has joined you. Uh, just, like, like speaking with you the whole time. Just, we, like, where did you learn such incredible magics? Can you do this often? A couple of times a day. Had to die for it. And Xiao, like, nods. Like, it's a nod of, like, uh-huh, uh-huh, but the, there's a lack of understanding when you say this. Like, he thinks you're meaning more of, like, possibly, like, a metaphorical had to die for I it. Like, yes, so I've trained hard. very hard as well. Um, and Xiao uh, says, um, your strengths would change the face of the war if you would assist us, if you would assist me. What war are you talking about? A war that is raged in my homeland for generations. Next up, Corey. Uh, hello. Karthus um, is okay. like, he could be taking legendary actions, but at this point he's like, ah, I'm just gonna fucking die anyway. It's like, oh. he's resigned oh, okay. himself. Incredible. Um, I'm gonna cast Ensnaring Strike. Okay. Uh, as a bonus action. Um, this has literally never worked. But let's see how it goes. Um, I'm going to attack the first. Okay. A 19 to hit. A 19 does not hit. Okay. 
Uh, second attack. A 27 to hit. Yeah, that'll do it. That's going to be 15 slashing damage. I'll throw a smite on this. Um, and I need him to give me a strength saving throw. This will be a fourth level smite. Uh, did I already 13. say the slashing damage? 13 does not make it. So it finally works. He is restrained by vines. Okay. You said the slashing uh, damage, which was 15. How much radiant are we looking at? Uh, radiant. Oh, he's also undead, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's going to be uh, 6 plus 27. So 33 plus 3, 36 total radiant damage. Yeah, there yeah. is a... Like, you can see that, like, the vines and stare around him, and, like, Karthus just sort of, like, looks at them. It's like, god damn it. And, and then an you strike against him, and, like, there is not much fight in this guy. But at the same time, he's the stinky bastard man. Like, he's probably just plotting something. An additional five piercing damage from the thorns. Okay. Um, and as she, like, wraps him up in these vines, she says, you know, you could always join us. And again, there is a sigh. And he says, that depends. How much are you willing to pay? Your life, for one thing. It's already in service. Money speaks louder. Then how about freedom? They, like, squint their eyes. I'm listening. If your life is already in service, then it sounds an awful lot like the only thing that you could receive that would be preferable would be your life. And they look at you and say, um, your friends are rather insistent that I lose mine here this day. It's not me you have to convince. It's them. I'll see what I can do. Okay. Next up, Arjan. Assuming this guy doesn't see me with the 33 on myself. No, definitely not. Okay. So, I'm going to shoot him. Shoot. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven hits. Uh, favorite foe. Okay. Uh, for thirteen points of fire damage. Okay. Uh, Zephyr Strike to get a little bit closer up to him. Uh, I will take 
the advantage on uh, this weapon attack. Twenty-six. Twenty-six to hit. Yeah, that'll do it. For uh, twenty-four more points of fire damage. Okay. Yeah, and Arjan blast, blast, and you see like, Karthus takes these hits, and he sort of like looks at you, just like, like one of the like he gives you this look where he's like. It's almost like insult to injury on his behalf. You stole his necklace. You destroyed his ship. Most of his men are dead. But he does not seem... He does not seem like he has an amount of aggression with him. Seems like the fight has has left this individual as soon as he tried to leave the beach. And do you have anything else that you're doing on your turn other than shoot shoot? Because it looks like Corey, who is also in like like your uh ensnare or the uh uh that uh that's gone away. Okay, gotcha. Zephyr so Zephyr Strike was bonus action. And then shoot, shoot for my attacks. Okay. Yeah, so shoot, shoot with the attacks. Uh, and then you see Corey has struck uh, against this individual as well. Karthus is wrapped up in these vines, and they don't seem like they're going anyplace anytime soon. And they sort of, like, lean their head back towards you uh, and say, The Armored One has offered me... A place in your crew? <laughs> Are you the captain? Oh, my sweet summer child. If... I'm... I'm, I'm just shooting. I... I don't want to talk to this man. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Gwen, you are currently playing cards with a death knight. Uh, Calum, you are flying, uh, speaking uh, with Sho. Uh, and, uh, or Shao. And Shao tells you um, that they are from... Uh, let me see here. That they are from uh, Orzaris. Uh, or as it is known amongst his people, the land of flying blades. Uh, it is uh, it is ruled by two uh, by two great clans. There are the Bright Wardens and then the Night Sworn. The Bright Wardens being uh, individuals such as himself, uh, and then the Night Sworn, who are more of like owline uh, individuals. He's describing an owl-line individual. Cam's looking at him with the owl mask on. And, like, you can tell that there is a little bit of trepidation, but, I mean, the guy who freed him from slavery said you were cool, and he seems pretty all right with that. Um, but he says, um, but he also acknowledges the mask that you are wearing, being like, yes, 
very similar to those. For years, our nations have waged war with one another. And it was at a standstill until roughly, you would describe it as 20 years ago. There was a woman who arrived and she, since her arrival, has caused that standstill to break. She's allied herself with the Night Sworn. And in this time, they have gained fantastical powers. The ability to change, to control the power of the elements when they strike. To spit acid and breathe fire. It is unlike anything that we have ever seen. Do you know the name of this woman? She's simply known as the Lady of Scales. Looks like Arjun and Kalem have some information to trade. <laughs> Meanwhile, Kalem falls silent and um, he's going to accelerate his flight by interspersing misty steps in between. Okay. Sorry, just imagine, like, Misty Step, Caleb starts ragdolling, Misty Step. He still has fly on. I know! So it's, it's like Misty in, Step, fly, Misty Step, fly. I imagine it being, like, at the end of uh, Turning Red, doing the, like, little panda poofs mm. across the Toronto sky. Okay, then Arjan. Uh, or no, so that was Caleb's turn. Next up is Corey. Corey, Arjan does not look like he is wanting to talk to this undead slaver about the possibility of him joining your crew. Hmm, understood. <laughs> uh, Corey, okay, so Arjan's invisible, yeah? Not at this point. No? No, no longer? No, right. like, he appeared he, from he, invisibility. He popped out of the shadows and was hand started uh, accelerating toward this man, shooting. Alright, uh, she'll look to Arjan and say... No one else has to die today. Nothing changes. Uh, she'll give Karthus an apologetic look and say, next time don't be a slaver. Shrugs. Uh, the vines do ongoing damage, so okay. an, an additional d6 of piercing. Three. Uh, I'll help Arjan finish him off. Okay. Sounds good. Let me see here. Okay, yeah. So between you and Arjan, you managed to finish off Karthus. Uh, and I would say... It seems like as you do damage, Corey, he is not... It's There is a moment of peace. And as you like deal that final blow, he looks at you. And he looks 
directly to you, like making eye contact in his final moment. And he asks, do you hear the song? It's so beautiful. She just shakes her head. And there is a moment of serenity as he smiles and look towards looks towards the sky as you unleash your final strike. Suppose crows fly free after all. And let me just check. As his body turns like to dust after radiant damage is struck upon him, it is like a smoke that seems to billow up from his corpse. And then the smoke, not obeying the laws of the wind, just begins to travel out towards the sea. Sacred flame. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Let me see. As in shape change retreat. Do do. Medium cloud of mist. Does not say that it has any HP as a mist. But that's fine. So just sacred flame. And then you see that cloud of mist just... Just disappears. Sacred flame did the job. All crows fly free is an absolutely disgusting mantra for people who quite literally take away people's freedom. Can't say I don't see the irony in it. Puts the crossbow on his back and walks back toward the beach. Okay. That sounds good. Um, so yeah, heading back hey. to the beach. Gwen, you come back and you see Gwen playing cards. With, <laughs> with this, like, I can't believe you did individual. that shit, man. You got some stories, dude. He nods. Oh, hey guys, how'd it go? What are you doing? Waiting. We're we're playing war. Did heavily armored uh. individual just sort of like looks at, like realizes his captain's not coming out of the uh of the woods as well he just remains silent what's your plan well, i was gonna no. you know talking, talking to the talking oh, to the sorry. other guy <clears throat> sorry and they look at you look at Corey. And say, I was doing as I was told. <laughs> Just following Ooh. orders. Ooh, um. I was told to stand down, so I stand down. I was told to play cards, 
So I sit and play cards. It seemed like a better way to continue my own life. Not to end up like Marius. And he, like, points with his thumb at, like, a corpse that's just on, like, face down on the beach. And, like, his face is down in a direction that his body should not allow it to be facing. Mm -hmm. Such a Gwen thing to both kill one and then make friends with the other. You destroyed my ship. Everyone else is gone. If you kill me, so be it. But in the meantime, I like cards. Uh, yeah. Hold on one second. Gwen stands up, walks over to Arjan, and does the... What? Um, can we keep this one? I know that he's like a vampire spawn and that he's um, done some bad things, but I mean, we kind of all started there, right? He's still a vampire spawn? Is he? A no? No. No. He's some kind of undead. Coriel point at him. You there. Give me your name. Simon. She's literally going to pluck it out of the air. He like looks at it. Hmm. Like you can tell that like like he'll like take off his helmet and you can see that it is like gaunt features, short brown hair, and two red dots where his eyes should be. Oh, wait. Do you feed on souls? Like I said, I don't eat much, if anything, these days. I've not for some time. Look, if it's a big issue that I am here, <laughs> I can just walk into the sea and the fish will eat me. That make things better. I can just see myself out. You seem really laissez-faire about this whole... Re-dying. ...getting dead situation. And I've died a lot of times. Like... It's true. It's true. I... It's old hat for me at this point. Uh, mm -hmm. How many times have you died? There is a long stare... What year is it? What? The, the year. <laughs> yeah, if we give. And <laughs> the material plane year. There is a pause. I have died no less than two times a year for the last 50 years. How do you return? Is Kin enjoy my service? They bring me back. Each time they do, little piece of me leaves. Oh, sweet babu. Are you happy with that arrangement? 
He shrugs. I have not felt happy in a long time. I know that I have a job. I follow orders. I do not kill I do not get killed again. Oh, buddy. Can you swear to us that you won't bring harm to any innocents while you are with us? Yeah, sure. I'll ask you again in the morning. I had a giant rock fall from space and hit me. Memory is little fuzzy. Do you want death, like, everlasting? I do not believe that that is what the Night Chorus has plans for me. Yeah. Okay. What if we take out those people? Shrugs. I mean, then can you rest? I don't know. It was not my jo- it was not my job to ask questions, so I did not. Turns back to Arjun. Look, I know we have a mission, but like I feel like this is important. Fuck the job. mission. Oh, sorry. Shouldn't we take out the people who are like bringing back people from the dead a lot? It's not his fault. I mean, yes, I think we should like you know release him his spirit or whatever into the depths of whatever but uh yeah we i mean like taking out the people who keep bringing them back that sounds like the worst that's like killing someone and then like healing them back to life that's dark we may deal with storm crows more as we travel across the sea he might have a lot of information that would be useful to us. If it makes you uncomfortable, we don't have to. I'm sure he's happy to go into the water. He said he was. I can just walk into the water. It's fine. But I think taking out the storm crows sounds like a solid job. What else? Could you possibly tell us? What would you like to know? Where do they make port? I mean, like, where where are they birthed? Is that the place? Stonecrow? Well, yeah, like, they, they have to have a home base, right? Yes and no. For the most part, we would sail north to meeting place meeting place changed depending on where the captain was able to get orders from we would speak with the night fangs we would hand people that we captured over to night fangs we would receive money and then we go back sometimes the people that we capture mean spirited looking to also become Stormcrow in exchange for not becoming food or soldier. Most people that we sell, from what Captain said, make fine meal. So we sell to Nightfangs. Nightfangs sail north to Muskeg. 
After that, I have not been there in quite some time. How many are the night fangs? I don't know. They grow in shifts just as storm crows. Very similar, but a little more direct on their end. Could you point out their ships? If I could try. They often don't broadcast that they are Nightfang, just as we did not broadcast that we are Stormcrow. Do you know where you're supposed to meet next? I was not captain. Right. In a way, I guess I am captain now, but there is no ship to be captain of. Yeah, I think you're just a dude. I have not been just booed before. Not for some time. Your captain said that if you could get back to the ship... To port. To port. Mm. Okay. He would find the ship. This is not the first time we have been scuttled. First time in a while. But not the first time. What's protocol for a scuttling? Steal another ship? You would go to the dead drop, find money, take money, buy a ship, sail out, repeat process. They're going to bring your captain back, right? My captain? (coughs) He's been slain. Did he turn to ghost? Was he steamy and then tried to go away? Yeah, Corey nods and makes a like a fish-like motion with her hand. Then his ghost will return back to his resting place and he will come back. Captain always does. That is how it has been. Corey nods. Did, did. Arjan, you made sure that that fucking <laughs> ghost, quote-unquote, is not going anywhere. I don't think he's coming back. Hmm. And at this point, Calum, you and uh, you and Shao arrive. As far as I see it, um, if this one perishes here, then they will have him back within the year and doing evil under their command. Not if I have anything to say about it. Ooh. Okay. All right. I like that. Okay. So, plan. We go to the dead drop. Get what information we can. Find other storm crows. Find the fanged fucks. And destroy them from the waist up. And the waist down. The only storm crows we had here at this island was the captain the two ABS that were in charge of keeping track of our treasure I am assuming gone the devil of chains who is also on the ship I am assuming gone there was Marius he looks over at Marius's corpse I am assuming gone then we had three others who were in town. I have not heard of them. Captain got a black... Uh, he received a black letter from them. Did not seem too worried. Black letter? Hmm. 
Most storm pros have special paper. You write note, fold it into shape of bat, and then it goes to the oh. person that you write letter to. Corey, oh. you have three pieces of this black paper with white ink on it. Ah. Oh. Did we find out what they wanted you for, Arjan? Just a bounty. I think I might be able to shed some light in that aspect. Oh, perfect. Then we don't need him for anything. Arjan will uh, start loading his crossbow with a uh, with a wooden bolt. Hey, ew. Can I do it? We're gonna do it. <laughs> Again, I can just walk out into the sea and I I'm a professional. A hey, oh what? Like I'm not I was killed before you were born. Well Arjan, that's Arjan, Arjan will shoot the guy in the chest with the wooden bolt. Okay. To uh attempt to paralyze him. Yeah. Um uh, he takes the bolt. He is not a vampire or vampire spawn. Like he's, he's just undead. Like he's just undead. Like he's a very intelligent zombie. Oh, great. I mean, yeah. Like he still like looks at it and he's like, you have good marksmanship. <laughs> so Corey's going to well, step between well, them. Well, shit. Uh, yeah, well, my, my plan was, so. Okay. The, the plan was. <laughs> The plan was to uh, shoot him in the, in the chest to, uh, to I'm just going off of like vampire stories. I don't know how they work in D&D, but uh, to, to shoot, shoot him it. in the chest to paralyze him. And then he was going to go up with his uh, dragon tooth knife and quickly decapitate him um, and then just set it on holy fire. Uh, but if he was just a zombie, then he's just going to go up and with the, with the knife and yeah try to start carving yeah make a so you start carving and Xiao will ask may I do this they were my captor one of them They have their sword, which looks like it is a much lengthier. I, th I thought I still had the sword. Uh, yeah, no, because you never get yeah, it. Back. I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think I'm like halfway down his face. Um, he just like sort of holds on to the knife, takes a deep breath, pulls it out. grabs the sword and hands it over uh flicks some of the viscera off the knife sheaths it starts walking back down the beach yep and shall like you see stands looks down at this individual there are no words exchanged. There is just the, like a thumb, 
against the cross guard so the blade taps out slightly and then you see the blade getting put back in and the head of Simone just lops off to the side and falls with the rest of the body it's quick clean uh, Gwen is our, uh, as soon as Arjan started walking up to him Gwen had turned and like walked down the beach a little bit and is kind of sitting with her feet in the water waiting for everything to be done yeah then you hear Arjan making like the sound of feet against sand but he doesn't seem I don't think he like stops to talk to you necessarily I could be wrong though not really he's gonna uh just sort of walk a couple paces and uh do that little like you walk past you sort of like do a little lazy turn around and just go back and stand by Calum. Our Aarakocra friend told me of someone imbuing their rival clan with some sort of draconian powers. They call her the Lady of Scales. Tylera. Figured you'd ought to know. I was supposed to be sold to a blue tiefling. Five X horns. The benefactor. Caleb takes off the mask. Corey. Uh, he's going to take out the ring of spell storing and put it on his finger. Could you cast a revitalize or something to bring back the dead on here? I could. I'd like to know what it's for. Are you going to try and kill him twice? No. He'll look to Marius's body. I've got other plans. Ominous still doesn't answer my question. I'm going to interrogate Mary, um, the tiefling over, or the Azamar over there. Which one? Marius, the. The man whose head is not currently aligned in a way that a chiropractor would enjoy. He was an Asimar? That, that, the, the Asimar corpse. Huh. I could just revivify him. I'd rather... Well, it, it has. it's probably been way long. Yeah, it's probably been, been way too long for a revivify. also rather you all not be here for this why what, well, when do we turn into this group when the people who fucking tortured and took my soul out got involved when so you're gonna go on their level I'm 
I mean, I'm not not saying that we shouldn't be like going after them and killing them, but just want to make sure our morals are still in line. Turning to Corey, are you going to do it or not? Uh, Corey will reach out, take the spell storing ring, uh, take out a diamond, go ahead and cast Revivify into it. We need the, uh, the fifth level one. Fifth level one? I have... The Revivify, right? Uh, I don't... Yeah, we need the Chanel resurrection, not the, not the Dollar General. Understood. You're going to need to wait until tomorrow. I've already used my fifth level <laughs> spell slot, and I only get one. I would say that Corey, as Calum is asking you this and you're having this realization, you like as you're casting this, uh, as you're attempting to cast it, um, you look over at Simone's body, his uh -huh. headless body, mm -hmm. but you recognize again the the religious marking upon his breastplate being for Shar, and the idea of there's something very malaligned that's going on here. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's one of those like you like you don't have the spell slot, but it's one of those like maybe we should wait until tomorrow <laughs> to figure this out. Yeah. Oh, he has heraldry of Shar. You say. Yes, but the only person who read any of the any of the documentation that would allow you to look at it was Corey. That's fair. Um, Corey will examine the spell storing ring and then hand it back to him. I'll be able to do it tomorrow. I don't have the arcane resources. And it'll give us all a bit of time to think about what we're doing. There's the flutter of wings as Caleb dimension doors away. Shao just like hand on his weapon as you disappear like what the fuck was that like he's like very very perplexed uh, I don't believe well, we've had the opportunity to become yeah. properly introduced hello there I'm Corey this is Gwen and Shao like moves their hand uh, away from their sword uh, when they see that the grouping of you are casual and they put one hand over their chest and bow and say, I am Shao of the First Light. The pleasure is mine. And that is where we are going to go into our break for the evening. We're going to try and be back in five to ten minutes. So don't go no place unless it's grab a food, grab a drink, grab a friend, or possibly go to indooradventure.redbubble.com. Pick yourself up something nice. And we'll see you guys shortly. All right, everybody. See you soon. We're back. Simon. Ah! Why don't pirates take a shower before they walk the plank? 
I'm terrified to know, but why? Because they just wash up on the shore. Wow. <laughs> I love it. What's a pirate's favorite letter? X, because it marks the spot. Oh, that's no. a good one. Ah, uh, it is the C. Yeah, it's like, you think it might be R, but their first love be the C. I was gonna say R and play into it, but no. Too smart. <laughs> Too smart for that. <laughs> uh, when I was born, the doctor said I was quite the treasure. My dad said without hesitation, um, good, let's go bury him. <laughs> oh my god. Bad. No. No. What the fuck? Bad, RJ. What the fuck? <laughs> Pirate themed! Yay! Speaking of piracy and high seas adventure, I want to get some booty. <laughs> well, just go back to go back to the main city. Girlfriend's hanging out. Oh, um, hell yeah! So, speaking of, but Olivia is clearly not a pirate. No, not it's a pirate. Established. I so may have misnomered her at the very beginning of this campaign, and I will never live it down. But speaking of things that we can't live down, uh, Corey, <laughs> <laughs> Corey has, uh, has suggested that maybe, you know, we take, uh, take, a, take a night, uh, wait for some spell slots to come on back, so that way, you know, we can think about resurrecting uh, the snapped and broken man. And that's where we are picking up. So, uh, Sha or at least Calum has dimension doored away, and Shao has uh, addressed the uh, the remaining members of the four keeps on the beach. Um, Calum, where did you teleport off to, or was it just a way TM uh, for him to be uh, angsty boy? A way TM for him to be a lone angsty boy. Okay, sounds good. Um, is there anything that you wanted to do while you were alone? Besides the flash dance, because it's the perfect dance to do when you're alone. Just a steel town girl on a Saturday night. Um, no, uh, if anything, he'll use um, some misty steps to get into a tree. Kind of just on watch out into the water. Okay. Sounds good. Meanwhile, uh, again, Xiao has... Uh, introduced themselves, and they will give you all the, uh, effectively uh, the same uh, the same kind of information that they had given Calum, uh, which is um, that uh, where they are from, uh, which is uh, Orzaris, the land of flying blades. Uh, there are two primary groups. There are the Bright Wardens, which are uh, flying folk that uh, are such as him. Uh, and then there are the Night Sworn, and the Night Sworn are more owline in nature. Uh, it is also of note that uh, Shao looks like a red-tailed hawk, uh, in that it is primarily like lighter brown featheration, little bit of like that beige that kind of bleeds in, those just like piercing uh, yellowish eyes, but they're very soft-spoken, um, all things considered. Uh, they are also excited that you have uh, get, that you have their armor uh, on top of their weapon. I don't think I never. I really got their armor. <laughs> no, he did. Uh, their armor was uh, red, almost looked interwoven. 
Uh, they were resting next to each other in the same thing. Uh, yes, so good on that. Um, but yes, uh, Xiao explains uh, that uh, during his grandfather's reign, uh, in the uh, that uh, the Night Sworn and the Bright Wardens were at a uh, they were at a standoff, an impasse, would never be able uh, like they were always like competing against each other. Um, however, it was during his grandfather's reign uh, that uh, a uh, that two strangers appeared uh, that allied themselves with the Night Sworn. Um, it was it was during this time that the Night Sworn then began to exhibit new abilities, uh, being able to harness uh, elemental powers with their physical strikes, uh, the ability to spit acid or breathe fire. Uh, very strange, very concerning, uh, and it seems as though uh, the arrival of those two heralded a, a dramatic shift in the war. Uh, at this time. Uh, now it is, uh, up to Xiao and his father, uh, the commander Aisha, uh, to continue the fight against the Night Sworn. Uh, the reason why the Night Sworn are currently interested in going up against the Bright Wardens, uh, is that the Bright Wardens have been protecting a part of the Land of Flying Blades, uh, for hundreds of generations, as Xiao, uh, as Xiao claims uh the thing that they are protecting is a passageway that leads deep under the ocean uh that apparently from what Xiao uh believes goes to a uh ancient ritual site where a crazed and powerful sorcerer attempted to attain deityhood uh through the uh through rites of sacrifice and apparently, uh, this dark, deep ritual spot calls out uh, to the leader of the Night Sworn. So the Night Sworn leader is trying to make their way there. That, Holy shit. Does that ring any bells? Uh, it do, actually. Make a history check. I'm not a smart man. A one? Oh, he's saying a lot. Like, he is throwing a lot Not of my presence, bitch. <laughs> Bountiful luck. Oh, hey, hey. Fourteen. Fourteen. Under any normal circumstance, this might not be... The LaCroix reaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this might not have gotten you uh, the information that you needed, but... In all fairness, you have gotten this kind of information before, but never have you had a more dedicated spot. When Caius turned into the entity that he was, he was an ancient and malign sorcerer that attempted to receive deity-like powers through sacrifice. And it is... It seems like it's lining up very specifically. Can't be a coincidence. 
Shao tilts their uh, tilts his head towards you. Guys, just to the other party members. Yeah. A great worm ball in the sky. And when you say uh, the great worm, like, Shao uh, will, like, point at you and just be like, yes. Yeah, that, that not not a good thing in, in our world. It's not a good thing in mine either. That is why my good. father okay. and I fight to protect the passage yeah. to what we know as worm crawl cavern yes. what is oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> what? we've defeated two cities full of wormies at this point what does the lady of scales want with this passage i'm unsure it does not appear from our understanding that it the lady of scales is the one who's after this we have never directly met with her or her associates. She know where they are. I do not. Perhaps our scouts will have a better understanding. From what we know, it is Lord Nobu who wishes to enter into Wormcrawl worm Cavern. The leader of the Moonsworn. Or the Nightsworn. feel like we have a lot more work ahead of us don't we yeah we fought Caius on the moon in a dream no that's why I have this eye and Gwen like uh, comes closer with the eye and you see like she, shall, she's like, being she's being literal and leaving out a lot of details <laughs> Do you want me to tell the story? Because it's a good story. If if you do fill off for in, uh, just don't go anywhere. I'm going to go for a little swim for a little bit. Okay. Yeah, Xiao will sit down on the ground. Their wings sort of like come up and around. Okay, so. We were transported to the moon by the goddess who lives there. <laughs> and you hear when the Sessa... audio just continue to fade out as Shao is, like, <laughs> nodding. Um, Arjani is going to go to the edge. Uh, sort of, like, fiddle around for his adamantine coin. I'm close. I found a... And he is going to jump into the water. Uh, still having water breathing yeah, for 24 hours. most of the rest of the day. Yeah, yeah. And he is going to go with his little bag of holding to uh, the wreckage of the ship and go get a whole bunch of money. Okay, yeah. Investigate. Make that their investigation check. Three. 
a three. So one of the problems involved with dropping a series of meteors onto a ship mm-hmm. indiscriminately mm-hmm. when scuttling, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of coinage is going to break out of its containers. Yep. Uh when you are looking uh, here in the water, like pieces of wood are floating, others seem to have sunken. Uh, there are like, you would, thankfully there are no bodies. It seems that the vampire spawn that were here not only took enough damage to get obliterated, but then disintegrated in the sun. Uh, and the chain devil, when it died, just went back to where it was. So thankfully, again, there are no additional bodies here. Uh, However, there are thousands of gold and platinum pieces that are just, like, sprinkled throughout the bottom of, uh, of the ocean. You also see that there are what look like scrolls that were torn, uh books that uh are no longer in fashion you see some shattered uh vials as well uh roll a roll a d100 for me Twenty-four. Twenty-four. so with a 24 what you see is that Amongst all of this, there is one, like, box, a container that has actually survived. Uh, And when you look at it, it has a nice little clasp and under the water, open, pop. And inside of this container, you see a rather sizable looking potion that has what looks like... If you didn't know any better, it would be it would look like uh like the trimming of a nail. But it is much larger. And the liquid inside is of a misty blue nature that you see every once in a while will occasionally spark. Look at that and then just until it gets dark, he'll just like, you know, meditate meditatively just like swim along the bottle bottom like he's snorkeling and just like pluck a coin one at a time. Yep. Yeah, because it is one at a time, uh you can still like sift through and collect a decent amount. Uh so I would say You also spot some, like, rather sizable jemmies, if you want to get the jemmies first. Yeah. In total, you would find 14 jemmies that you would estimate the rough value at uh, of about 1,000 gold pieces per. And then as for gold pieces, because you're picking them up individually, piece by piece, over the next period of hours until it gets dark out, and even then you can go through it. Um, Are you aiming to pick up the platinum or the gold first? He's just going around like he okay. he's more he's more just like going for the larger clusters and just like okay 
He's not really thinking about it. Gotcha. Yeah, if you are idly sifting through uh, and you're spending like several hours underneath the water doing this, I would say you would get at least 3,000 gold and 2,000 platinum. Ooh. Okay. Sounds good. So, Arjan is off swimming, uh, getting money. Calum is uh, distanced himself from the party uh, to spend some time looking out in the tree. Gwen is currently uh, telling your new traveling companion, uh, Xiao, about uh, your travels along the moon and other such places. Corey, what are you up to? Uh, I think Corey will hang out with Gwen and uh our friend uh what was his name shao shao all right yeah we'll hang out with uh with gwen and shao okay sounds good and then yeah at the end of the story shao is like one he is very impressed with your exploits two gwen i want you to roll a performance check <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Ten. A ten? He... Tangents plenty. <laughs> well, it's not necessarily tangential, but he tries to offer you pointers on the presentation of story uh -huh. in a more, like, visual uh -huh. narrative sense. Like, oh, like, when you describe this, like, these are our movements that, like, where I'm from, this is what oh. you would do to help oh. describe that to, like, really, uh -huh. like... Uh -huh. Be like trying an, and explain more of like a better performance style. Wow, wow! I never thought about it like that. I just thought like get as much information out as possible. But no, that's great. I mean, my husband would be better at this. Honestly, like he's a great storyteller. And Shao nods and uh, says that he would like to meet them at some point. Yeah, well, we got to get you home, right? Yes. Where were you taken from? Uh, and he says, uh, Orzaris, the land of the flying blades. Uh, he was mm -hmm. actually on a reconnaissance mission uh, over in Nymar. Uh, he was looking for assistance. Nymar being, uh, as he describes, out of the first three islands in uh, the island chain of Alestria, there is Paradise, Nymar, mm -hmm. and Orzaris. Uh, Orzaris being where he is from uh but he was looking uh for individuals who would be willing to fight for uh to fight for uh the land of the first light uh against the night sworn and that is when he encountered some uh individuals that bested him uh and yeah. you see that like he like raises a fist into the air and says if he ever meets uh the one known as harm uh he wishes to be the first to draw blood yeah yeah fucking cool fucking Corey yeah. grimaces but uh so like where do you want us to drop you and he thinks about it and says if you return me to my home in the shimmering airy I will see to it that each of you are treated as royalty. Oh, that's that's super awesome. I'm already kind of royalty, and so is Corey, in a way. But 
Yeah, fucking okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, yeah. Um, like we'd love to help. I'm sure we have a lot of stuff we got to do. Yes, first. your friend, the one who wears the mask of the Night Sworn. I assume yeah. it is for some clever ruse. I'm sure that meteors, giant rocks that seem to rain down from the yeah. sky. He alone would change the tide of this war. Okay, all right. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Caleb's great. Caleb's really powerful and all that. But like, I can, I can summon an army of spirits just by myself. I mean, it's not a big deal, but uh, it's a large yeah. deal, friend Gwen. Thank you, thank you. It's it's pretty cool, but I mean, like this didn't seem like a situation where that needed to happen. But yeah, I can. I anyways. But uh, no, I I think I, I'm I'm a tribal leader of a, a Goliath tribe. Noble. So, you know, thank you, thank you. Um, and Corey is a, a great power uh, in their own, and uh, they are they are the leader of a whole fourth of a, a plane of existence. You know. I'm um the greater Kaelin of autumn i do not know what that means though your title yeah. sounds impressive yeah yeah yeah. thank you Corey seems distant uh yeah so uh we'll uh we'll discuss what's gonna happen with you in a minute we'll protect you don't worry you're chill with us um i would hope I so assume Yes, yeah. I you're I hope you're I pro you're probably pretty tired, right? Are you hungry? It's famished. Do you want a beverage? Do you want a a a, a nice uh sweet treat? As much as I would love a sweet treat. Sweets are for downtime. I mean, we're we got the night off, so And he like looks at you and says I have not had actual food for quite some time. They did not serve us fine dining within the yeah, within yeah. the confines of the Black Sun. Yeah, I bet. I bet. If um, you have something okay. hearty and filling. Yeah, I'm sure I have rations. Uh, Corey, would you be able to find us? I mean, Arjan's doing laps uh would you be able to find us uh 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 some meat and i can i can make us a hot meal certainly cool uh, uh just uh one one second joe uh i'm gonna i'm gonna cory you if the two of you wish to have time to speak to yourselves i will yeah. go and practice my forms <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, practice your drawings all you want. You say drawings, and he sort of looks at you and says, in a way, it is art. And then you see him walk maybe like 80 feet away from where you are, and he draws out his sword, and he's just doing like practice sword <laughs> strikes. Like he is, he is intent on doing this. And also, he needs to put on his armor. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Wow. Uh, such great form. What are we doing? What is the plan? Are, do we have a plan? We have a plan, right? Um, as far as plan goes, I do believe that tomorrow Caleb intends to bring that Asimar to life and then interrogate him on the whereabouts of Discovery. 
I'm I'm just gonna add to my list because you know how I I need the list to figure out what we're what we're doing. Um, uh, okay, so so far, uh, what we haven't what I haven't crossed off uh, the Dark Star, which is like the big, you know, obviously the big overwhelming thing. Uh, the Heralds of Tiamat, um, whole ass green dragon is Ren is what I got, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, kill Arave. Oh, I can't even read my handwriting. It's uh, agave, a rare <laughs> agave. <laughs> no, that's a that's that's something you put in beverages. Uh, Arav, are Aravar. <laughs> Gwen, Do you make an insight check. <laughs> is into your is own it, handwriting. Is that supposed to be a rask? Close. Not a rask. Yeah, yeah. I don't uh, closer than than agave. Eleven. <laughs> Eleven. <laughs> you barely are able to make out aggravane. Ag ag. A grave vein. Ra. A gravy train. Vein. Yes. Uh, aggravate vein. No vein like a vein in your body because LB is not the real. I'm. All right. I think pronounced whiskashir. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we're gonna. What, what was it that you said? Uh, I don't. I don't remember. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, we've got a return. Return Zhao. Yes. Uh. Uh. To where did they say they wanted to go? They dis- They called it the Shimmering Airy, in mm-hmm. the land of flying blades. Okay. Uh. Shimmering Harry in the do, do we do we know where Aracocra live? <laughs> is that anywhere on this plane? It is. He described it as several islands in the chain. Okay. Corey doesn't have the best yeah. uh, geography, so mm-hmm. she couldn't she couldn't Especially say exactly. material plane geography. Yeah. It's very yeah, right different. Now it's a lot. Okay, uh, so then we're gonna we're gonna destroy both the the crows, and, crows? and and the fang people, right? Well, storm crows would be really hard to eliminate completely, I believe, considering they are employed by vampires who live in the northern part of the continent that we've been traveling on so far. Right. We did defeat some of them, though, right? Like, same people? Yes. Okay. Uh, North. Kill them all? Question mark? Gosh, that's... I feel like that's going to be a problem for after we defeat Caius. Okay, okay. After Caius. Um... Okay. Um. Cool. Uh. Any anything else that has been added to our queue Not on this endeavor so far? I I feel like that's that's pretty much everything and more. Right. Okay. Cool. Um. I feel like I should talk to Arjan. Um. Just to get it where their their head spaces. Um. Maybe you should go talk to to Caleb. See how they're doing. Okay. Because the whole doctor thing. 
Yes. Yeah. This is going to be a delicate situation, which should be handled with the delicacy. utmost of care. Right. Yes, that. Okay. Good. How are you doing? Are you okay? I'm all right. I yeah. probably would have handled today differently, but yeah. when I I'm in charge of a group of adventurers, then we can do things my way. Right. Do Am I in charge? No, I think Arjan is. Okay, that's what I thought. I just want, like, I know that Arjan, Arjan gets in this, like, headspace sometimes. Arjan gets in this headspace sometimes, and I'm a, I'm a little worried. Like, I'm, I'm okay with killing people, obviously. Torture, not really my thing, so I don't know if I'm going to join you guys tomorrow for the whole resurrection thing um but i just want to make sure that and i'm finding more and more this happening with this group that i'm the moral compass and that concerns me a little bit hmm. Hmm. so i just i want to make sure one that's not my responsibility because we all know i'm a little gray in that area i think we all are but I just want to see you more towards like we are the heroes should probably act like it. And I want to, you know, again, no, morally I, gray. I, I agree with you. I do. Okay. Let okay. me know how your conversation goes. You too. Okay. Okay, break. Yeah, thumbs up. Claps break. her hands together. <laughs> and uh, waits for Arjan to come out of the sea. It'll be a little bit after dark. Just glistening in the, yeah. the light of the moon <laughs> as they emerge from the water. 007 style. Sorry, that's my headcanon. It's it's fairly accurate, yeah. Thank you, thank you. Okay. Um. So since that is going to be later on till dark, Corey, were you going to go and try and immediately fi find Caleb? Or was that like you and Gwen being like, we should talk? To the boys at some point and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like Corey you just keep like not <laughs> moving. Yeah, no, Corey will go look for Caleb. Okay. Yeah. Um I would say out of the number of times that you have had to go and look for Caleb when he has been in a broody mood, uh, that it is not it takes a little bit of time, but it's not it's not difficult. I would say he's just very good at being able to move rather quickly. Um, and I guess to that effect, Calum, you can hear Corey approaching because heavy armor is not altogether that quiet. Do you let yourself be found now that you have Misty Step as a free action? Well, free action, free spell slot. It's at will, but... um. He's going to take a few minutes to observe Corey and like as she's turning her head to where he's going to be just the <laughs> Missy step away again. Okay. Does this continue on indefinitely for a little bit? How long is Caleb dodging this? Uh, 
I want to say for Corey to roll a d20 for me. Yeah. Oh, okay. Rolling. 13. 13 hours. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Caleb's been taken. It's, it's a few times. 13 times. And then she'll turn her head and then he's just there in front of her. Hello, Caleb. Have you been helped? I... Are you all right? That's a complicated question, and also a very loaded question. All right. I want to say no. When the process to turn me back from a lich happened, I thought certain things were going to get taken away. Things that I didn't have to deal with anymore. But the one thing constant that I find is a rage that is inside me that is all-consuming. I want to tear this entire world in two to get to Discovery. It's understandable. What he did to you was unforgivable. What he did to me, what he did to others, what he will do to more people. I have something that I can focus my anger on. Can I ask you not to take it away from me? So long as I can trust you. Rage is a powerful thing. It gives us the power to do the things that we otherwise might not be able to. But you need to promise to control yourself. I guess then that all falls on to what that Asmar has to say. Do you think Arjan hates the vampires because they're slavers or because they're undead? That's a question for Arjan. I don't fault him for feeling the things he feels. What he's experienced, what we've all experienced. There's just no way to kill that. <clears throat> 
Corey nods. You control your rage. It does not control you. Kilman nod. Do you want to be alone? Stay for a bit. We don't have to talk. She nods. He'll sit down, back to a tree. We'll sit together for a while. Sounds good. And while the two of you are sitting on the beach, Arjan, you arrive out of the water 007 style as we have pre-established. And you see Gwen waiting there. Corey is not there, and there is your bird friend who is in the process of practicing sword strokes. Gwen is uh, playing her flute. How oh, did... Uh... Did everybody else? Help off. A little bit. Yeah. Corey went to talk to Caleb. How was your swim? Uh, good. I. There was a lot of gold down there. That's awesome. How are you feeling? I don't know. Uh, Tyler is here. I'm sorry? Like here, here? The Lady of Scales. The... Yeah. You mean she's down there? Uh, I mean, she's here, as in in these in this archipelago, within these aisles. Yeah. How uh, are you feeling about that? I mean, I can guess, but. I have to face her. Yeah, but not alone. Right. It's not going to be easy, I'm sure. Probably not. Especially if she does have Agravain at her side. Well, yeah. I mean, what do you want to do when you find her? I don't know. I get that. But, I mean, whatever you choose, you know, I got your back. I'll back your flight, whatever it is. Uh, it's, uh, Sean, not Sean. <laughs> Shall? Shall. <laughs> <laughs> Not Sean. 
not Sean. Sean. Canonically, not Sean. I spelled it in my head X I O N. Like Sheon. Amazing. That's a spelling of Sean I have not seen yet. But um, it, they're not nearby. They were about 80 feet away from when Gwen and Corey were having a conversation. You see that they have like been practicing sword play. And then at one point, Gwen, while you were playing their uh, while you were playing your flute, he had sort of like gone around to the different to like the several bodies that were there on the beach and just like dragged them into one of the meteor holes. And like you see that like he's laid them out respectfully. Like, he's not trying to mass grave this, but he has, like, sort of, like, laid them out and then, like, put the head of Simone uh, on top of the rest of the body. And, like, other than that, has just kind of begun, like, like shoveling dirt as best he can. What I don't want to do is to get wrapped up in a war that we that has nothing to do with us yeah we kind of have bigger things to worry about right now right but i think we should still drop them off can't just leave them right right i'm uh i'm, I'm sorry if i seemed like i was questioning your choices you're you know, what you decided to do with uh, Simone. I know. that I got a little high-strung. But I'm not going to negotiate with Satan's. And I am not going to suffer the undead. Yeah, I get that. Um, I don't want you to, you know, bend your morals for me, because I have different ones, I guess. But, yeah, slavery's fucking the worst, like, obviously. But I don't think that the, um, the undead that are serving are really doing it voluntarily. At least as far as what he said. All the more reason to free them from undeath. Yeah. No, I agree. But, I mean, we know that they're going to be brought back, right? Like, we got to cut it off at the head. That's the, that's where we got to focus that rage. And I'm not saying what you did was like, I'm like, oh, that was terrible or anything. But I just want to make sure that we're seeing the the, the forest for the leaves, as they say in Green Reach. 
nothing would make me happier than attacking this thing at the source, but the source is nowhere near us at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, what do you want to do? Have a night to sleep. Caleb has to do his thing because he is also learned of a very traumatic enemy here yeah. that is also uh, trying to capture me. Yeah, yeah, no, not cool with that, obviously. Obviously, uh, that whole situation is not great. So while we're still waiting on our, on our vessel so that we can actually do the thing that we came here to do. Yeah. We should take care of this while we're here. I'm down. So. So, we get a good night's sleep. Y'all will do what you're doing in the morning and uh, then let me know what, where we're going next. Notice that. Huh? He'll just nod. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, on a different note, this um, jug can produce honey and beer, and I'm thinking maybe I can try and make mead out of it. Would you be interested in trying some experimental mead? Uh, well, considering you tried my experimental meat yesterday, that would seem appropriate. Yeah, I really gotta wash this taste out of my mouth because I am still tasting that clam shit. It is it really stays with you. It's, boy, it permeates every portion of your mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna get to that. Uh, you uh, dry off. <clears throat> Gwen starts trying to make mead in her alchemy jug. Okay, do you just like, are you yelling mead at it? Basically. <laughs> <laughs> um, Quirk one side. <laughs> Gwen, roll an arcana check for me. Oh, I got this. Arjan will feel his horn with mead. I was a six. <laughs> a six, Gwen. You yell mead, and you f you hear it, like, bubbling inside of the mm -hmm, alchem mm -hmm. alchemy jug. And then your alchemy jug is filled with a liquid. How's it taste? Uh, it tastes like shoes. It does not uh, taste good. Uh, qu question. Yes. Does it taste better than my mouth and does it coat it enough to like better? No. Coats it? Oh. Yes. So okay. in, in the home brewing process, uh specifically when you're making beer, uh a lot of the yeast and settle sediment will like settle to the bottom. With a six trying to make mead, what you have done is filled this jar with effectively like several gallons of just that bottom layer. So, 
in essence, it tastes exactly like the smell of a Payless. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yes. Better than well, the Clamato. That is accurate. <laughs> it's still better than the Clamato. So again, Let's better be than the Clamato, but, and like, as you're drinking <sighs> it, like, it's not fizzy. Like, imagine if that was all flat. And like, Gwen, you are a seasoned, a veteran drinker. Uh, this is this is at most like two percent booze. Like it's just not uh, even worth it at that point. Yeah. Arjan sees Gwen take a sip, go, oh, and then oh, and then just sadness wash across her face. She is I'm a failure. Arjan will reach for it. No. No, no. no. <laughs> let's, let's you can over. smell the payless. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, sorry. Like the doors are open in the mall and you're walking right by it. He'll, ha he'll hand over his blood bead. Stop describing it. Uh, Gwen will take a sip. That's so. Oh, that is nice. Oh, God, Gwen. That is exactly what meat is supposed to taste like. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm. I'm. Just a, just you a know, little bit of iron? But like mostly like honey and sweetness. It's like a, a okay. tasteful amount of iron. It, okay. It's like meat from a can. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a good way to describe it. That is so much better than what I made. I'm actually discouraged from ever trying anything new in this again. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Okay. You ready for bed, dude? All right. All right, so Arjun, Gwen, and Xiao are getting ready for bed. Uh, Calum, Corey, it is getting to be about nightfall at this point. I'm assuming that the two of you have sort of sat in silence for a good while. Calum stands. We should get back to the others. Corey nods. Walk, 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 sees everybody making camp, quirks his head to the side, reaches out and just rips the air in front of him as he casts Magnificent Cabin, and then walks in. And Xiao is like, again, like he's very taken aback by you as this fucking powerful spellcaster. Uh, but seeing you walk in, he looks at the rest of you who are not currently walking inside this cabin and just... Is this uh Calum, is this uh is this uh, us thing or a you thing? Cannot hear you. There's a single hand that reaches out and then just a beckoning motion before it recedes back in. There's food inside the cabin, right? Yeah. There's too much food. <laughs> yeah, Cory'll go in there and dish up some food for Zhao. Okay. And Xiao, I think, will, like, get near it and, like, poke his head in and sees this and then, like, pulls his head back and looks at whoever is nearest uh, the doorway, which I'm assuming is probably, like, Gwen making your way in. And he, like, looks at you with a scrutinizing gaze and says, if this is a trip, if this is a trick, my father will have your hide. He's a powerful warrior. Okay, one, 
we just rescued you from being captured, so like I feel like you that have created is not a, a manse out of nothing. But you know, actually, Caleb did. Right. What oh. I'm saying is that threat isn't very good because like I'm sure you use it on them, and this you know, one, and we rescued you. But two, not a trick. Fucking amazing. You might be hungry when you leave, but like the food tastes so good. It's, it actually does nourish the body, though. You just can't take the food out. Yeah. It, it smells wonderful. Yes, yes, into the TARDIS. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as they all enter, Calum's going to look over to Arjan. He's standing by a door and like he nods his head towards it and enters. Arjan will quickly grab some, some food and make his way over there. Uh, this room, as it were, is a, a 20 by 50 long space. Um, there is a couple of chairs set up in the back, and there's a barrel in the corner. Um, Caleb looks to Arjan and says, Do you want to blow off some steam? I'm fine. I... I don't know what I'm going to do whenever I find the person I'm looking for. But you... But do you need to blow off some steam? Well, that's why I made this room. And he will slam a fist into like a low table and say pull and a dinner plate goes flying across the room <laughs> he'll whip around and firebolt it oh they both hit at the same time I guess I would say Calum as you go to firebolt like the plate explodes and Arjan just has patience up it's almost reactionary Arjan like you did this a lot in the Blood Hunter camp, like very old habits. Well, if ever you want some target practice, this is a permanent fixture now. Oh, fantastic! Now, what's your plan for tomorrow? Revive the Azamar. Question is, uh, and if he isn't willing. I picked up a few tricks that I think you would despise. Hence I'll leave you to it. But it's probably best that I don't know about it. In the rest of Calum's curious cabin, Gwen, Corey, you are showing Shao around, uh, and they are astonished uh, 
at the complexity of the design of this place. And when you bring them to the food hall, you can see uh, there are tears that form in this Birdman's eyes. Uh, is very, very thankful and very excited at the surplus of food that is here. You okay, dude? You want to talk about it? And he just like puts his uh, his bird hand, not because he doesn't motion with his feathers. That'd be mm -hmm. weird. Uh, but he has like uh, like a hand that he rests on your shoulder, and says. My family would always have a feast such as this when we were victorious in battle. Wow. Throughout my father's reign, we have not feasted in this way. Yeah. Well, we had a victory today. You know, that's good. We did. Maybe, maybe small victories are good to celebrate. Um... I know that um, I can't relate to your situation exactly, but my uh, my dad was the leader of my tribe before uh, you know they uh, had to. It's a long story, but uh, they gave up the throne basically, and then and things didn't go well after that, and then. Uh, and then I took over, so uh, I won my my position in combat, and the people. I mean, it wasn't easy at first, but you know, it takes practice. And I mean, do you want to take over when you go back? For my father. Yeah. What well, is my destiny? Yeah. Do you? Do, I am of like, the first did, light. Yeah. Did you get, like, training and stuff? Yes. Yeah. I know the skills of diplomacy. I know the basics of contracts. I know how to tell good individuals from bad. Do you feel ready? No. But my father said that when he took the throne, that he was not ready either. And in a way, you will never be ready to be a leader. Yeah. Yeah. But instead, leadership will be thrust on you. Yeah, mine was kind of like my own hubris, but yeah. Basically. I mean, I wish you well, my dude. I think that you're going to make a great leader. You seem like a, you know, a level-headed individual. Thank you. And, uh, I mean, I know we got, we kind of got a lot going on right now with the whole Kaya situation and, and, and everything else. Um, but, you know, maybe one day we'll make our way down and are over and, uh, maybe we'll be able to lend you a hand if we can. Well, I'm, I'm sure of it. In all honesty, with the powers that I've seen you display... This war would end in a matter of weeks. Yeah, that's kind of the problem with power. It comes with a lot of, like, responsibility in, like, using it in the right way. So This would be in the right way. Well, yeah, a lot of people think that. 
I mean, it's something that we'd have to look into because, okay, if the gods came down and just like decided our fate for us, like, yeah, that'd be, that'd be fucking great for the people they sided with. But like, what happens to the other people? And like, what, you know, what did they take into account? Like, I mean, fucking Merkel isn't going to be like siding with like the, the, the best for the people. So, you know, it's, I mean, not to say that we're like godlike, but like, you know, it's, it's something to think about before just jumping into, you know, turning the tides of a war and ending a war that's been going on for you know, a long time in just like a week. They would claim to usurp our kingdom to kill myself and my father. They would destroy not just the first sun, but they would darken the second, third, and fourth suns as well. Yeah, no, I, I get that. Uh, they wish to gonna... bring our nation into darkness. Yeah, no, I again, I, I believe you. I just don't know anything, you know, like I'd have to go there and, and see it. But I'm just like, that's a, that's a like way down the line thing. So we don't have to talk about it right now. Are How you... are you enjoying the food? This food is incredible. Its yeah. levels of spice are inc are fantastic. And you can see that, like, there are, like, just, like, raw fucking peppers, like, on yeah. his on his plate. Like, they're, they've been grilled, but, like, he even had, like, he's snacking on habanero peppers mm -hmm. as well. Just, mm -hmm. like, hop, hop, hop. Like, he's just eating mm -hmm. them. Feels nothing. Mm -hmm. It is nothing for this man. Mm -hmm. Um... And you see that, like, he has uh, opted to try chili. Ooh. And again, like, Gwen, like, you see him, like, eating it like it's no problem at all. Do you try some of the chili that he has Boy, specified? If Gwen is not a brave person when it comes to food. If it's spicy, she's like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> Gwen, you can... Unless challenged. <laughs> like, there is spicy... Mm -hmm. And then there is whatever the fuck Xiao is eating. <laughs> like, Do you have, like, taste buds, my dude? And he just sort of thinks about it. Our food's supposed to taste different. Yeah. Yes, they are. Hmm. Follow-up question. Do you have, like, sweat glands? I would Gwen know what sweat glands were. I'm <laughs> Gwen most certainly knows what sweat glands are. They're the little <laughs> things on you that make the water that tastes like salt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, prepare. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I don't think he has sweat glands. I don't think so either. No, it's a lot of like his mouth just hangs open and just. <sighs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I'm going to talk to you tomorrow after this is digested to see how that goes, but, uh, I'm glad that you're enjoying it. Um, and you know, again, I, I'm really glad to talk to you about your land and I'm glad that you heard my story. And, uh, I mean, if there's anything else you need, just let us know. I do have one question. Uh-huh. This is a place of rest, correct? Yeah. 
Yeah, no one can get in uh, without uh, Caleb's permission. Do I have a room? Oh, absolutely. Can you please I don't know show like... me where? I have no idea where anything is right. in this uh, place other than the entryway uh, and this food hall. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, are there invisible servants in this? Yeah. Okay. I believe so. Um, uh, Jebri. It's so cold. <laughs> uh, can you uh, grab Calum for us so we can uh, give uh, our friend a tour of this air, the, the house, so that they don't get lost? The spirit will nod. Thank you, Jebri. Disappears into the floor. Calum. As you are uh, still in the process of uh, well, shooting clay pigeons, you hear a kind of like chiming noise, which you know is your servants letting you know that they are about to arrive. So that like it's a it's a non-disruptive chiming noise, specifically not to alarm you if you were doing magical experiments. Ding ding. Yep, and then you just like presence uh, emerges from. Uh, floor informs you that uh the new guest of yours uh would like a tour thank you jebri that'll be all they nod and then i'm gonna whoop uh he's gonna meet up with everyone in the dining hall and ask show what his room used to look like uh Shao describes it as a modest room with only four columns in it uh as well as a uh like a full not necessarily like it was like a balcony but it's just like a large open air balcony where he would be able to then leave doorways that sort of thing uh, but it seems like he is describing a rather lavish place, though he describes it as modest. You will not be able to leave via the balcony, but your room will be formed. And there's going to be a door that appears several feet away. And Shao will nod in, in appreciation. And then when he opens the door, you hear uh, an exclamation uh, that the room is exactly as described. It's because you describe. Okay. He then goes in. And then I'm going to delete that room while he's still in it and see what happens. <laughs> going to remove all the doors and then fill it with water. I'm going to remove <laughs> all the doors. That's how you teleport to the testing hole. Mm hmm. But he'll sit down, grab some food, turn, and, like, pour himself a bowl of chili, take a bite, eyes go wide, chili goes down, water goes in. Oh, it's, like, is Caleb lactose? Because otherwise milk is, like, the best solution for you this. You bet your ass the boy is lactose! Yeah! <laughs> I'm Me? just gonna put, like, some... The meat is spicy. The honey helps. Uh, 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 uh. 
turns to another bowl, puts some Greek yogurt in the chili, mixes it up, and then starts eating again. A poor stupid boy. Stupid? That sounds the awesome. Greek... No, the Greek I mean, yes, it's a... it... mm, how Okay. Look, we'll nights in the courtyard Greek yogurt and chili because I want to know about this for the next time I make spicy chili. And actually, I'd... you want to aim for something more like coconut milk, but like mm -hmm. that checks. All right, but eating dinner. Do you have any plans to discuss about the upcoming day, or is it sort of a is it more of a tense uh, kind of a tense dinner with the situations surrounding tomorrow? It's probably tense. Yeah, Gwen will not be joining that situation. Arjan does not see it. Okay. Corey's crazy about this spicy chili. Oh, yeah, Corey, especially because last we checked in, you were in summer form. So, like, it's really nice. Like, there is a, there's a perfect balance the the peppers actually add a really delicate flavor profile the the with the amount of like beans to uh like soupish style thing that chili is ratio like it's you're familiar with uh fine dining within the Feywild and you realize that this chili while seasoned properly is meant as a textual thing it is meant to have a more verbose, uh, like, texture profile within the food itself, rather than a flavor profile. It's good. Corey loves spicy. Crazy about that spice. Okay. And Corey, as you are eating spicy chili, Kalem, Greek yogurt, also spicy chili, Arjan. There's food here. You hungry boy. It's been a big day, and Gwen, you have decided not to be a part of this terse dinner. Uh, that is where we are going to call it for tonight's session. So I'd like to say thank you to everybody who decided to stop on by and join us, because we couldn't do uh, shows like this without all of your help. Uh, and speaking of people that help me out on a day-to-day -day basis, hey, RJ, where can we find you? What do you do? Hey everybody, my name is RJ, and you can catch me at RJ's2A2 on Twitter and Twitch, where I tweet about the nerdy things in my life and sometimes stream with my friends. Uh, streams are going to be getting cut down due to some uh, personal reasons, but they might resume sometime in the afternoon. Um, you can catch me here on Mondays and Sundays as, uh, well, one, Monday, Kalen the Shatterkai Wizard, of course. Sundays for our Witchlight campaign as Vice the Tiefling Rogue. Um... Thursdays and Saturdays over at GGK. Thursdays for our Elegant Creatures game, which is an Urban Shadows Good Society hack that we are doing. Uh, Saturday for Star Power, which is an anime JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Persona-style game where um, shit's gone going down. There, there might be some, some, some PvP, maybe? I don't know. I, I forget. It's been a while. Um, I don't know. PvP happened. Uh, the girls won. Uh, <laughs> Sunday mornings over at the Hype Goblins channel where it's another D&D 5e campaign where I play a sorcerer bard Azamar and he's bullying the cops. A cab. Danakehinder.com. 
Hello, everybody. I'm LB Hackmuck. You can find me at LB Hackmuck on the Twitters and the Twitches. The next time I'm going to be live is tomorrow afternoon playing some Dead by Daylight. I have been really enjoying the new patch they've put out. Um, and then after that, I will be live on Friday evening uh, back on my channel. We are going to be doing uh, some Labyrinthine. And then something after that, because the new uh, the new uh, map, the new thing came out. So we got to the very end of it and then just could not uh, <laughs> finish, which is fine. Uh, we'll finish it this week and then we'll start another game. Um, and then, yeah, back on Sunday, we're going to be doing our um, Heroes in Training episode, which will be the, um, the episode before we get into the end game. So it's going to be super exciting uh, with all that stuff. But uh, that's it for me. Check my Twitter if you want to find stuff. DanaeCanner.com. Hoi, I'm Cyber. You can find me on Twitter, CyberWolf51. Uh, it's spelled like some, something that's on the screen, I think. Uh, you can also... Find me on YouTube, youtube.com slash cyberworld1201. I post shit most of the time, very rarely. Um, I posted a Kirby thing that is starting to get traction, and I don't know why. Um, but I also, during this episode, uploaded uh, a campaign diary of my Rhyme of the Frostbane game, but set in Isocross from Critical Role's Wild Mount. Uh, over that covered a, like a few sessions so hey some chill lo-fi content uh but for dnd stuff hey i'm here on mondays that's it danaekeener.com speaking of danaekeener.com hi everybody and danaekeener <laughs> you can find me at danaekeener.com i do nerdy drawings most related to dnd and a lot of things on this channel uh you can also find me at danaekeener on twitter i've got a pinned tweet there that says all of the streamed games that i'm in so you can go there and check out all the stuff that i'm up to danaekeener.com and if you've made it this far you probably already know who i am but if you don't hey corns what's up it's me your buddy your pal your friend the indoor adventurer the showrunner here at twitch.tv slash indoor adventures rj Hey, Corns and Raiders. And Raiders! Thanks so much for the raid! I hope you had a great finale. I hope you did too. Uh, but if this is your first time joining us now, you can go to youtube.com slash adventures to check up on all of the VODs of each of the games that we have played up until this point, or you can go towards where anywhere audio casts are made available for free. You can find us there under the same moniker. And speaking of things that are being made available for free, if you go to indooradventure.red or no, blah, 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 blah patreon.com slash indoor adventures you can check up on our after show called nights in the courtyard where we answer questions not only from each other but also from the community so if you have any questions for myself or any of these other fine folk feel free to join us on our discord you can find the link in the twitch chat to the side or you can go towards where anywhere audio casts i hit my elbow really bad uh audio casts are made available for free you can find us there under the same moniker but for now, we are going to be heading off into that after show. So I'd like to say once again, thank you to everybody who decided to stop on by. Thank you to these amazing players for putting up with my bullshit once again this week. And we'll see you guys next time. All right, everybody. Bye-bye!